Love the Tokyo Closet Bubble Podcast fun for one and all Loving life and standing tall Tokyo Closet Ball She got like she, <laughs> This is true She got like blueberry jelly And put it inside of her vagina And she's an idiot Yeah, and that's like from an actual real emergency case study as well <laughs> And with that, welcome to the Tokyo Closet Ball Podcast. My name is Tatiana. My name's Stephanie St. Slot. And my name is Jess Gordon. Slash Mysterious. Welcome to episode four of Tokyo Woo! Closet Ball. Woo! We've been doing the podcast for exactly uh, two months. That means we are bi-monthly. Ah! Hey, bye, Ooh, hey. Hey, bye, hey. Speaking of weird sexual encounters, Stephanie, did you have a negative experience on Grinder the other day? Yes, I did. Okay, actually, I never met the guy. I was just chilling at my company. Literally, it happened during my work time, okay? okay. I'm just at my company, which is We do not phone. advocate doing Grinder at work. Please yes, do, we do work at work. Yes, well, we do. Okay, okay. That was a free day. So we didn't really have a lot of things to do, and that's why I was just looking on Grinder, just like scrolling. And I used my Grinder as a marketing tool, as a marketing tool for Tokyo Closet Ball. Yeah. I set my profile in track and I update all of the future shows on my Grinder as well. And there's this one guy, I didn't know who he was. I never talked to him, I never met him in real life. And he sent me a text message saying, You're disgusting. And I was like, Excuse me, like, have we met before? And he did not have any face. His profile said no face, no chat, and he did not have a face photo either. Uh-huh. Yep. And then I asked him, can you please show your face? Or just remind me if we met before, have I ever talked to you? And then he said, it doesn't matter. I just want to know that you're disgusting and you're making everyone here uncomfortable. And I asked him, so what exactly did I do to you? And he was speaking to me in Japanese. This was a Japanese man. Um. If you're a Japanese man, please, I don't have any grudge against you. Just that this is one specific person, okay? <laughs> and uh, I was talking to him in Japanese as well. And I asked him, what exactly did I do to upset you this much? And then he said, why do you keep changing your profile pictures? <laughs> why do you keep changing your why profile? Why do I keep changing my profile pictures? Why do I, as a free member of this service, have to look at your photo all the time? That is so inconsiderate of me. Exactly. Yeah. That's just pathetic. That sounds like I've got power issues. Like, I have power dynamic yeah. issues, in a way. Like, I must control the situation so that it benefits me at all times. And if it doesn't, mm -hmm. then I will be a little bitch. So. Sounds to me a lot like toxic masculinity. I yes. don't feel like I'm masculine enough. So when I see a person who is not conforming to my idea of masculinity, that is an attack on me personally. Right. And that's like Grinder. Grinder is such a shit show. I'm it's sorry. So toxic. It's terrible. There's a lot of buttholes. Which <laughs> I mean, sure, fair. But then also just like in general, like every time somebody talks about their grinder experiences, it's nine times it's out of always ten. Always about toxic masculinity. Not positive. Okay. Tatiana, are you okay? Um I just took a box I, I was given this box of chocolate for Christmas. I opened it up and look at this. 
There's nothing in there. It's empty. It's just a fucking decorative box. I thought it was a box of chocolates. <laughs> There's oh no God. chocolate. Who in gave here? you this? It's thing? very Sue beautiful. Them. It's beautiful. And for those of yeah. you, you can't see because it's a podcast, but it's like it's gold and it has sakura blossoms in white, red, and pink all over it. It's and then it has like wind that's also gold. Uh, and the box is lined in red. Yeah, it's, it's lined this in red. It looks stunning. Okay, and it's heavy as well. There's weight in it. it yeah. It looks like. And a it's from Mitsukoshi, box. so it's probably like a good 5,000 yen at least. So. Wow, like this is probably a Christmas present from the last Closet Ball Christmas party. Oh. Yeah, it, it's definitely not chocolate. I, I feel like you can use pretty. this box to store your jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> for condoms, though. Um, condoms! Oh my god, that would be a beautiful box of condoms. It's yeah. not thick enough for my condoms. Oh! Hey, go ahead! Um, if, you, if you gave this to me for Christmas, thank you very much. I'm not I'm not saying you're a bad person. I just was looking for chocolate. And didn't <laughs> it. We have chocolate ice cream in your fridge. Yeah, so while chocolate. we have a chocolate break, we're going to listen to some music. Yay. Bye. Bye. Let's get feminine and masculine. Masculine. Let's mix it up Make with Mixterious. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Mixterious. Hi. You are our fourth podcast guest. We've had drag kings. We've had drag queens. Um, what kind of drag performer are you? I'm drag non-binary because fuck gender. Yeah. What is non-binary? Educate I'm me. So glad you asked. Gender non-binary can be one of many things. So I'm of the opinion of I'm genderqueer personally, as in I feel as if I'm both masculine and feminine. Sometimes I'm a drag king. Sometimes I'm a drag queen-ish. Sometimes I'm burlesque. Sometimes I'm just whatever the fuck I want to be. My favorite word for non-binary is they're called gender fascists. Yeah, gender fascists. I want all of the genders. Yes. I love that, though. Like, I love when people are like, oh, so you just want to be everything. And I'm like, and that's a problem, how? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry that I want to be all the things. <laughs> fuck you. When did you realize that you're... 
non-binary. Yes. When I'm genderqueer. I kind of, it came into, like, this idea, when I was a child, I was not really raised to be mask nor femme, because I lived in Kentucky, and my dad was like, you're gonna be whatever the fuck I, like, you can be a football player. I don't care. So I was not limited in my experiences of like, oh, you must dress up in dresses. Like, nah. My dad Aww. let me do whatever I want. And my mom let me do, like, we, my brother and I, we would be playing, like, G.I. Joe's and my Barbies, and we would have battles. It was some pretty <laughs> great experiences. Like, I don't know, like, uh, lifting. Go, UPS drivers. Mm. Like, I know many women who are UPS drivers. and mm-hmm. My mom worked with, like, a lot of people in the post office who were women and men and whatever so like it, yeah generally speaking like the idea of oh you must abide by these gender roles i only saw it in the church and i left that when i was 11 so bye yes. church yeah. bye, bye church fuck you because like my coming out story is very short for bisexuality because i i was on the couch with my mom and i turned her and i'm like hey mom and she's like yeah and by the way, she's holding Bailey's Irish whiskey in her hand as she's yes. saying Yes! And I love that detail. But then I go, so, hey, I think maybe, you know how, like, guys? She goes, yes. And then I say, I think I kind of maybe also might ha- also just so happen to like girls, too. <gasps> no. Ooh. What was her reaction? Yeah, I figured. And then she downed her whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> When did you enter Tokyo Closet Ball? Oh, Jesus. Uh, it was back when we were still at the Gamuso. I, I know, right? That was back in Gamuso days. Like, we weren't even at Innu Chome at all yet. Really? Uh, yeah. No, I was just... I, I got... I went there by just... I just saw it on Facebook, and I went in there. And then Gina, mm-hmm. who was an old, old, old Tokyo Closet Ball alumni, mm-hmm. uh, started, like... Uh, taking me to things and then I started volunteering with Tatiana and back when Remy was still over there mm-hmm. uh, Remy Cole and then uh, I don't know I started volunteering and then one day I was like yeah I want to perform and that was the first time we ever did a uh, Gowen Sound mm-hmm. what was your first performance? my first performance uh, was actually oh god this is so gay <laughs> I was um, all gay <laughs> I did the performance. I did a burlesque show to Jim and the Holograms as like a cosplay. But then the song I chose was Venus from Lady Gaga. Yes. Yeah. And so like it was great. I worked so hard on that outfit too. You might want to keep the volume down. We're our neighbor over here. (laughs) Don't worry too much. He plays his guitar at midnight, so I don't care if he's annoyed a bit. (laughs) It's okay. This is lively. We're enjoying life. We are enjoying life. But yeah, that was my first. That was my first performance officially. That and was, that was you did first. wonderful. I believe you started as crew. No, I was uh, like the uh, first uh, stage assistant lady. Yes, I you think. were the first Ooh. one who actually was uh, showing up early and saying, "What can I do? How can I help? Can yeah. I can I buy you all drinks? Can I uh, clean the stage up after yeah. everyone?" And I was the first like person that mm-hmm. was running up on stage <clears throat> and grabbing clothes, and I think I was the first person that like. I would go up and I'd be like, what do you need? Tell me now. Because I remember like people would miss like clothing or bobby pins. That was another mm-hmm. one. Yes. Okay, I have no idea what happened with all of my bobby pins. <laughs> they keep disappearing. <laughs> that was that was a common problem. So like I, don't I, know. I got into this, I got into the, like I would start bringing a suitcase of like things I knew people would lose. So I had, <laughs> I had scissors. I had tape. I had uh, body tape. The medical tape. And then I had bobby pins, and I had, like, all this shit that I would just bring with me, because I'm like, I know you're going to ask for it. So. 
<laughs> I always bring a spare bra in case, in case Trieste loses hers. Spare bra? Because Trieste always forgets her bra. Hi, oh Trieste. Hi, yeah. Trieste. Hi, Trieste. Hi, Trieste. Are you there? Can you be the guest next time, Trieste? Thank you, Trieste. I love you. You're the most senior member of the Closet Ball. Oh. <laughs> She's like Closet Ball furniture, according to Alex. <laughs> I love how you threw Alex, like, right under the bus. You didn't even, like, you're just like, yep, yeah, that's it. That's what's happening. You remember last show that Alex mm -hmm. and Furiosa were hosting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then Alex introduced Trieste as, um, she's one of Closet Ball furniture, I think. Yeah. Like, she's, she's a piece of Tokyo Closet Ball furniture. <laughs> I think that's a compliment in English culture. Exactly. Possibly, sure. Yeah. Positively. Yeah. Positively. Yes. Sure. Yes. Lovely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that was the first, that was the beginnings was crew. And then I became a, an active member. And now I'm like a founding member of Tokyo, uh, uh, Kings of Tokyo. Yes, yes, come on, King. Okay, tell us about Kings Come on, positive well. masculinity. Well, Kings of Tokyo was uh, actually uh, one of our... Our performer's Emmanuel Transmissions, baby. Emmanuel Transmission has now fucked off to Hawaii and left us all behind. Fuck Hawaii. I know, right? Enjoy oh. your beautiful beaches. <laughs> right? Enjoy your paradise and, like, your, <laughs> your temperate climates. Like, fuck off. Anyway, so Emmanuel Transmission created the Drag Kings because Emmanuel Transmission was like, we should have, like, just a Kings thing. But there's no... The thing is, is Tokyo, there's, like, no King things. There's... There's Takarazuka? Which is like the mm -hmm. Japanese ladies who dress up as men, like musical mm -hmm. things. And it is really cool. I've been, I've seen now. But it's still pretty straight. Like the all the storylines are really straight and like it's still like very Eh, like it's this, okay it's okay straight. yeah it's okay to be it's straight. okay to be it's fine. straight it's okay to it's be straight okay. We, we will still accept you we will still accept you <laughs> straight but not narrow okay uh, straight like a banana right exactly. <laughs> yeah slightly bent straight like roger sono <laughs> oh uh, what hi roger hi roger keep taking good photos <laughs> love right. you roger oh yes i love roger so much anyway but yeah, so like there's Takarazuka, but that doesn't really count because it's not, they don't really, they don't claim any kind of gender subversion. They don't really claim to be like LGBTQ oriented or anything. So manual transmissions is like, we need like a place, a home for kings in particular. Mm -hmm. And so a manual transmission like recruited a whole fuck ton of people to like Ugh. become kings. Enjoyed both of those sets too. My first set I think was Sherlock. I think you guys have seen the Sherlock uh, remix that I've done before. I've never seen any shows from Kings of oh, oh, the Sherlock. Is is it on Face? Is that on YouTube? Maybe? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. We'll, we'll check that out right now and then get back to you later. Okay, let's take yes, a break. Lord. Come on, break. Hey, John. Can we go crime solving? I'm hunting, looking for a come up. 
This is bloody awesome. Now walk to the scene like what up? I got a big coat. I'm so pumped about murders. I'm Sherlock. Dirt on the ring, she must have been naughty. The straw'd be like, damn, that's a cold dead body. Rolling with a suitcase too, salted like a piece of cake, dressing all pink. The killer made a big mistake. Draped in a white sheet, John sitting next to me, probably should have washed this. You wearing any pants? No. Shit, I didn't want to get dressed. Typing it, blogging it, Watson giving me some compliments. Examining the sneakers someone else has been walking on. Body in the mortuary, I'm whipping and flogging. The name is Sherlock Holmes address, 221 B Baker Street. I am gonna take the fall, I am gonna take the fall. No, for real, stay where you are. Goodbye, John. Lazy silk, robe and no house slippers. Nine millimeter hanger that I found here. He had a pair of glasses, I stole his pair of glasses. I stole some eyeliner, then I drew a mustache. Hello, hello, my is man, my mellow. John, happy about my resurrection health. No, I could take some pro and search them good. Bingo, Moriarty be like. Oh, solve the Velcro. I'm gonna solve a case. Only got John Watson as my partner. Uh, uh, I'm hunting, looking for a come up. This is bloody awesome. I'm gonna solve a case. Only got John Watson as You just finished listening to Sherlock. Did you enjoy that song? Yeah. Yes. That hope, was my first time hearing it. I love it. I hope you fast forward past it because it was really long. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mixterious, I understand that you also do stand-up comedy. Woo! Stand-up comedy. I heard that's a very straight man-oriented um, art form. Oh, boy. Do you find it difficult um, uh, dealing with the those people. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my that. god. Sorry, straight man, if you're listening to this. We don't mean anything. But yeah, uh, I do I do comedy. That's been about a good year and a half. Speaking of, yeah, I was a part of the Anna's crew. That's what she said. That's where I like kind of got my start. Uh, that's what she said comedy. Of which I will be actually taking over, which is going to be interesting. You're going to be the leader of That's What yeah. She Said? Because that's what she said originally was Anna's baby. But then Anna has left off for New Horizons in Texas, which is fine. And then uh, Heather is also leaving for America as well. So now there's nobody really to, to take care of it in, in Japan and Tokyo. And so I've, I've offered my services, so I'll be heading up... That's what she said. Will be a revival coming back. <laughs> you have this bitch right here, and she's yes. fanning herself. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For those who don't live in Japan right now, we're in the middle of a heat wave. I know, right? We are all topless in my apartment. <laughs> we all have our tits out. Um, Stephanie has the smallest tits. <laughs> Jess has medium tits, and I've got the biggest tits. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a thing. I would be super. Okay. Skinny. What was your saying about me because I was skinny? Well, the reason you're so skinny is because cock has no calories. Oh! It's a joke because because Stephanie's a whore. <laughs> Stephanie's well, her name is Saint Slut. Stephanie, Stephanie Saint, Saint Slut. Slut. She's Saint living up to her brand. Stephanie Saint Slut. She's like a... Cathedral. Stephanie Saint Slut. She's like a cathedral. Anyone can come in on Sunday night. Yeah. Oh! Actually, it's not just Sunday night, it's all night through the week. Oh, girl! We're yeah. taking time away from our honored guest. <laughs> we have talked honored. about. We've talked about your stand up comedy. Comedy. Yeah, I actually. We understand my... that you write articles and do YouTube videos as well, and yeah. you are the journalist who wrote that amazing story about. <laughs> okay, so Bard Goldfinger is. Okay. 
a pioneer in Nichome. It was the first lesbian bar that like actually sustained itself. That's good. Oh, yeah. come on, lesbian. Now, Hi. like, like credit where credit is due. Chiga Ogawa, the owner of Bar Goldfinger, was in fact a LGBTQ pioneer of her time, where she wanted to create a safe space for lesbian women in Nichome. Got it. Good. Fantastic. Great. Fine. Okay. But. Uh, there was an incident where a woman, a trans woman named Ellen McCready was denied access into Goldfinger. And okay, here's the thing. That's not uncommon with Goldfinger. I've had complaints before this point because I'm also the Stonewall Japan vice president of Whoa. like, yeah, I know. Right. I actually Come have on, power. power. That's scary. Right. Yes. Like that's terrifying for me too. But like, so people have complained to me before about like Goldfinger having issues, but nobody's been willing to like put their name to the, the problem and nobody's been willing to like make a big deal out of it because if you're a foreigner in Japan and you make a big deal out of it, you're the bitch, right? But I'm willing to be that bitch. So you need to be the bitch. <laughs> you need to be the bitch. So I wrote a article and I did a YouTube video that kind of called out the transphobia of kicking out a trans woman because, you know, she's not feminine enough in order to be accepted into the space. Set by a lesbian. Said by, yeah. Like, the, the, the staff members basically looked at her ID, which said F, by the way. It said female. Like, Ellen McCready's credentials are all female because Ellen's been living as a woman for almost as long as, like, most other women. But that's neither here nor there. Like, they said that Ellen didn't look femme enough to go in. Oh and my that they God. rejected her. Yeah. But here's the thing. This backfired intensely because the DJ had e like they had emailed and asked ahead of time if Ellen was okay to go in because they knew about the reputation of the bar as being trans not friendly. And then they rejected her anyway. The DJ's like, fuck you then, I'm leaving too. Yes, DJ. Yes, DJ. <laughs> Hi, DJ. Can you say the name of that DJ? I actually don't remember the name of the DJ, okay. so I apologize. I hey, Mr. Mrs. DJ. Yeah, if you're right? listening to this, we love you. Stand up for what's right yeah. because you are Opulence Mama. You own everything and you are the queen. Yeah. So basically, DJ and Ellen left. Like, Miss McCready left. And then what happened was a whole lot of people started like asking me about it and I wrote a huge article about it. I did the YouTube video, and it gained a huge amount more of a tra uh, of traction than I thought it would, because like there have been there this have is been a serious issue. It is a serious issue, but like I never I didn't think that people would care, but it did. The trans community on Twitter, especially the Japanese trans community on Twitter, was really upset because like everybody thought that Chiga Ogawa was like an unspoken ally in the like trans community, but it turns out no. Not really. And then, like, she made it worse. Like, Goldfinger made it worse uh, by putting up signs that say, like, cisgender only for women's nights. Whoa! Yeah, on one of their signs. And, That's bad. That's, yeah. like, blatant discrimination. Yeah, it's blatant discrimination. Shingetsu News was, it was, like, really blatantly just absolutely biased to, like, support Chigo Ogawa. And it was just like, oh, she deserves sad. a second, like, she deserves to be seen as, like, the pioneer. And I'm like, she is a pioneer. I didn't say she wasn't a pioneer in LGBTQ rights. Didn't say she was not a pioneer in lesbian rights. She is. We can't ignore that. Like, yeah, she's done some great things. At the same time, this is some shitty, like... Just her perception is not yeah. up to date. Because, like, a lot of people argue, oh, well, she has FTM nights, which is female to male nights 
on uh, Mondays or Tuesdays. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. So like, but that's the thing. It's still kind of turfy and the idea of, oh, okay. But that's because males who are females who transition to males are still technically female because they still have the same bits. There are lost female. lesbian sisters. Exactly. You have to welcome them back. And then like women only nights are for women who have the correct parts nights. But she's <laughs> she said that she apologizes that she's no longer going to have the policy of uh, we will kick you out if you don't look fem enough. Kind of like they're not going to do gatekeeping anymore and they're not going to do this and they're so sorry. And I'm somebody who doesn't believe in cancel culture. Like, I know that's going to sound weird. I don't believe in canceling somebody because they've made a mistake. And I do think that, like, Chigo Ogawa could learn. Now, whether or not she has, that's the thing. I'm still not willing to, like, give my support because I don't want trans people to go there, get rejected, and then, like... Okay. Again, right. And, like, so I'm, I'm of the opinion that, like, I want to believe in second chances and I want to see her change. But here's the thing. I've been going to trans uh, panels. I think I've talked about this with you guys before. I've been going to trans panels and I've been, like, looking at all this information. I've been learning new things, too, as I go. Because I did not used to be a good trans ally myself. So, like, I understand the idea of evolving and changing your perception for trans rights. But that being said, I have not seen Shiga Ogawa at any of these events. <laughs> just, <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, I've been putting money into the trans community. I have gone and paid money to go to transgender panels, to go like march with trans women for their rights in Japan. So, you know, like, I will say that like Shiga Ogawa can accept, quote unquote, you can't see me, I'm putting air quotes in the air, of like trans women into the bar. But for me, I'm also kind of like, I would like to see more. I would like to mm. see that, like, you're putting your money where your mouth is. I would like to see you show up to a couple of these panels. Or, exactly. like, like mm. be a part of the process. Action speaks louder than words. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, speaking as someone who was raised by a lot of older queers, a lot of old gay men and gay women, yeah. the idea of, oh, I was marching the streets in the 1960s. I was punched in the face for being a butch lesbian or a femme man. I respect that, all you've been through for that, but here's the thing, we are a dynamic community. Dynamic meaning it changes every year. Year after year, we are growing and we're in, bringing in new people. Yeah. So if you, if you want to be an ally, we can't only look at what you did in the past. We have to look at what you're doing right now and how you're helping the community right now as it needs help. Right. If I cut my finger a week ago and you're offering me a Band-Aid today, that doesn't help. Yeah. Look at what exactly. the community needs right now. Right now, trans people are... Dying. Are, trans They're people... They're literally dying. Yes, <laughs> They're being murdered. Yeah. Gay, gay men are okay. Lesbians are so-so. Bisexuals are... Wait, where are the bisexuals? I can't uh, see them. I can't see them because you. they already end up with the opposite sex. They're, no, they're all invisible. Fuck all of you. Fuck all of you. <laughs> fuck you all. So because the transgender people are the most uh, vulnerable, gay men, bisexual people, and lesbians, we all need to help our family. We need to help these people because they're the most vulnerable. Right. Like, if you're one of those people who has power, like, use it for people who have no power at all. That's kind of like the... the the basic idea of like social justice. Come it's, on, community! Yeah! That was a wonderful way of ending segment <laughs> two and a half. Let's take a break! Bye! Think of it like an Asian dick. It's short. Short.
And thinking about sure, it's time to read the news. Yes, news. News Let's item get number one. News item number one. There's an American couple, American gay couple, who has a daughter. But will their daughter be allowed in America? Stephanie, let's read. A same-sex couple in Georgia filed suit Tuesday against the State Department for failure to recognize the citizenship of their daughter. Oh no! So she was not recognized as an American. Yeah. Derek Mike and Jonathan Gregg's daughter, Simon, Simon. Yeah, Simon. Simon, Simon. was born via surrogacy. Uh, in surrogacy. 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 Of the two Americans, the Vietnamese one is the best reader. <laughs> I love it. Surrogacy in England in 2018. Because only one of Simone's father has a biological connection to her, the State Department is disregarding Jonathan and Derek's marriage and is treating Simone as though she was born out of wedlock. No. A classification which requires more stringent requirements for recognition of her citizenship, yep. says a press release from Lambda Legal, which is representing the couple, along with Immigration Equality and Pro Bono Counsel Morgan Lewis. Oh yep. no. What's your opinion on this? Well, I think th this is some bullshit. <laughs> thing is, marriage is can be a religious ceremony, but legally, if these two men are married, they should have the rights of every other married couple. Exactly. exactly. Jinx, monsoon. Uh, Jinx monsoon, buy me a drink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I think that it's really stupid because everything about this is on the the premise of like kind of discrimination that two men cannot be the parents of a child, which is by American law already has been established as absolutely within the legal parameters of par of parenthood. Like, two gay men and two gay women can be parents to a child. The fact that they're, the State Department's trying this this ridiculous legal loophole of, well, that's not that's not someone's biological, like, <laughs> I love this biological. I love straight woman voice. I know, right? <laughs> like, uh, I'm so sorry, but, like, your daughter's biological mother is obviously not a gay man. And so, like, we can't have a birdcage scenario going on in our legal department. So I'm so sorry, but we have to reject this child from America because we just we just don't think that that's that's kind of gross like that's kind of like it's so stupid it's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard when we, when we say child she's less than a year old she's less than a year old she's a baby like so Derek and Jonathan had this this like huge thing where they they tried so hard to have this baby. Like, they went through rounds of IVF... If you don't want IVF treatment, it's uh, in oh vitro fertilization. With their surrogate... The surrogate mom. Like, they tried really hard to have this baby. And it's their daughter. Like, the mom has... The mom is there. She exists. She's a surrogate. But she's not going to be raising this child. She's given up her, like, legal... Yeah, that peach, that peach noise. It's like, it's all like... Tatiana is literally <laughs> devouring a peach, and the juice is just splashing everywhere. It's everywhere. But and like, it's dropping on her tits as well. So I'm literally, I'm just staring at her, and then like, she's rubbing the juice all over her tits. This is like video for the ages. <laughs> and it's completely non-related to this news we're talking about. It really about. is. If you want to see this video, please uh, support <laughs> us on OnlyFans.com. <laughs> I think that's what Patreon's for. <laughs> I 
gonna lie, as somebody who is a woman in Japan, I am a little bit terrified because technically, like, my child, if it's half Japanese, could technically belong to the Japanese half. Oh, no. Oh. Like, in vitro, like, as a fetus, technically, like, if something were to happen, my, my whatever Japanese partner could have, like, legal rights over my fetus. And that's kind of oh. terrifying. Right? So She but, can snatch your fetus. Exactly. My fetus, she my can fetus snatch could it. be snatched. It's like your fetus is a wig. <laughs> <laughs> snatch the fetus. Snatch fetus. <laughs> Throw it on the floor and wash it with detergent. <laughs> Pull, pull flower petals out of that fetus. <laughs> no. um, if you do not like that joke, please target me. Please do not target Stephanie or Jess. That was my joke. That is my joke. I own it. Like, you're like, I will be the shield. <laughs> but, like, to for this, like, in general, like, this child should get into America. This child is by all rights. And this is the thing that baffles me. Like, by all rights. No matter American. Like, it's Jess. Simone's She's American. American. And these are her parents. These Derek and Jonathan are her parents. But, but because was she born in America? She was born in America. She was right? born in London. I oh, in London. She was born by a, uh, a surrogate. surrogate in London. In yeah. London. But okay. her biological father, the sperm, was American. Yeah. And also, usually surrogate parents are given, like, all their medical bills are paid for, all your living expenses are paid for, all your food's paid for. Like, it's one of those things that some people in Singapore, actually, they're trying to crack down on it, where, like, people are paid a lot of money to have, like, rich people's kids. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, like, it's a whole industry. I wish I had a womb. Yeah, right. Oh, it's... I've, I've thought about it, not gonna lie. I'm <laughs> Maybe someday <laughs> um, I might have a blessing from above <laughs> and I'm going to be pregnant. You're gonna have a butt baby. I'm oh. going to be a butt baby. I'm going to have a butt baby, not for butt baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut that out. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, so you like you can be my butt, baby. Uh, yeah. So Aaron C. Morris, the executive director of Immigration Equality, is saying that like it's cruel, it's unconstitutional. Simone is a U.S. citizen, and we will not stand down until the State Department changes its unlawful policy. And thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Please. Thank you, Aaron. Please. I hope this baby gets a wonderful life, and I respect you, Simone. If you cannot live in Japan. If you cannot live in America, <laughs> where's the Japan coming? <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Simone, if you can't live in America, please live in Japan, and you will be a member of the Tokyo Closet Ball. You will be a, a headpiece. On yes, a headpiece on Stephanie's head. I love headpieces. And then when you get to be ten years old, you can be our door woman. Oh God. And then when you become eighteen, you become a drag king. Mm. Perfect. Come on, Stephanie. Ooh. Wait, Stephanie, what's her name? Simone. 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 <laughs> Come on, Simone. Let's get Simone. Yay. Okay. Yeah. okay. And we're going to take a break. Welcome back to the Tokyo Closet Ball podcast. And now we're going to look at an openly elected gay lawmaker in the legislature in Japan. In Japan. That's where we are. Wait, can people be gay in Japan? I know, right? What What does this story say, Stephanie? Japan's elected its first openly gay male lawmaker in its legislature, known as National Diet. Taiga Ishikawa Hi, Taiga. Hi, won a seat in the upper house, the House of Councillors, by running on the platform supporting marriage equality as part of the Constitutional Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Ishikawa told Reuters 
What's that? Rutgers is a uh, international journalism group. Yes. Rotos, that his election shows hope for the future of same-sex marriage, which is currently not legal in the Asian nation, mm-hmm. and is opposed by Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Yeah. Oh my, ouch. Shinzo Abe? Who is he? Do I know her? Did she go to our school? <laughs> Since the early 2000s, the issue of same-sex marriage has progressed leaps and bounds. The 45-year-old politician said, it will happen within the six years of my term, I am sure. Yes, come on, yeah. six, let's get sickening! Six years? I can do anything in six years. I can get, I can lose my fat belly in six years. <laughs> can you though? Ishikawa credited oh. the growing acceptance overseas of same sex marriage as influencing hearts and minds in Japan. Taiwan became the first Asian nation to welcome marriage equality in May. Yeah. Hi, Taiwan! I think we've got a breakthrough now and I plan to move the conversation... <laughs> the conversation onward. Forward. He added. Mm-hmm. Forward. Onward. Ishikawa and Kanako Otsuji, Japan's first out lesbian lawmaker... Hi, lesbian! <laughs> ...who introduced a marriage bill in June face considerable political opposition from the ruling Liberal Democratic Party. However, a recent poll from Dentsu found that over 78% of Japanese people ages 20 to 60 support marriage equality. Yes, go Japan! Anytime anybody tells me like, oh, but God doesn't want this, I'm like, I'm not gonna... Uh, no, you can't do that. Like, if you're gonna speak for God, you had better, like, show me a miracle. Like, <laughs> right in that moment. If you're gonna speak for God, if you're gonna speak for Jesus, I'm gonna be like, okay, do a miracle right the fuck now. Walk like, on water. Yeah, walk on water. Like, go into the ocean. <laughs> and walk on it. Yeah. I'm too sober. Turn this water into wine. Exactly. Like, if Actually, I want them to duck walk on water. <laughs> Not just walk on water, but duck walk on water. Oh my god, a drag drag queen Jesus? What would her name be? Stephanie Sitzler. Yes. Can I be Mary? Yes, you can. Can I give birth to you on stage? Oh, I'm going to be crawling out of Tatiana's vagina. Let's let's practice that at the mini show. Let's practice that, yes, perfect. If if that works at the mini show, we'll do that in the maxi show. (laughs) And <laughs> when is our next mini show? Wait, wait, are we ending now? We have a thing on August 10th. Stephanie, what's happening on August <laughs> What 10th? is happening on August 10th? It is our mini show, Tokyo Crossing Ball Frequent Mini Show. And guess what? I am performing. Yes. Wait, are you performing? Wait, are you performing? I think you have more responsibility than that. Oh, yes. Yes. Normally the co-host is Furiosa, but she has a very dangerous mission of going to the beach that day. Oh, <laughs> so instead of Furiosa, you're going to have Stephanie St. Slot as the very first time appearing as co-host with Tatiana. Woo! That's great. Stephanie has less calories than Furiosa. <laughs> True. And are you performing, Mysterious? I actually am. I'm performing on the August 10th mini show. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's going to be great. It'll I be have already planned my performance and you're going to be gacked.
The August show is a mini show, and the mini show is free. It's a practice show, and once we're good at that, we can invite you to our maxi show. And yeah. if you come to when, see... When is the maxi show? We September have 21st. the September 21st maxi show. Yes, good. It's going to be amazing because we have a visiting oh, entertainer right. from America. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Who is this visiting entertainer? Titus Androgynous. Okay, so, that's yeah, happening. So what about October? October we, we have, have something special on October. And we have a visiting performer known as Stripper Granny Lynn Ruth Miller. Woo! Come on, Lynn Ruth Miller. If you die before this, uh, uh, before this date, um, I'm sorry. Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> if you die before this date, you don't have to pay cover. Ah, I love that you censored my name. So my name is written as Stephanie Saint Slut S L hashtag T. That's amazing. I love it. Hashtag T. That's great. And what about the venue? Okay, so we have the mini show in August. That is in Gamuso. Gamuso, yes. Asagaya. Then we have the maxi show in September. That is in Rosso. Rosso. Shinjuku Gyoenmae. And we have the September medium show. October. September. Oh, oh sorry. October. October. Yes, October medium show in Gamuso again. You can find this on Tokyo Clubs Ball Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ooh, I just burped. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you would like to be a part of the Closet Ball, please um, message us in one of those mediums. Yes. You can show up the show, <clears throat> talk to the performers. Talk to Tatiana, talk to me, and we can get you a slot yes. as a door person, a stage manager, if you're not comfortable with the stage. Or you can be one of our past cats guests. Yes, yeah, go ahead. Don't forget to check out kingsoftokyo.com. We also have a Facebook and Twitter presence. And then as well, uh, you can come check me out, Jess Gordon. I am actually on Facebook as From Kentucky to Tokyo. I have Ooh. a blog also from Kentucky to Tokyo.com and I have a YouTube channel with 83 subscribers. Oh, I'm so popular. Come on, Absolutely. 83. And Tatiana, how do people get in contact with you? 83. Hey, just a few more and then you'll have 69. <laughs> if you want a 69 with me, you can find me on Tatiana Lee on Facebook or contact me on Tokyo Closet Ball on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We especially want to hear from diverse peoples, people of color and transgender people, because we sincerely believe that diversity is a vehicle for building empathy. Yay! Yes! Come on, speech! She's doing the same thing every podcast. Guess Amazing. what? I, I've met my goal, and I only drank three drinks throughout this podcast. That's low. And she's getting tipsy. <laughs> I'm getting tipsy, so it's time to end. Yeah. Fury, not Furious. Furious. <laughs> What's your name? Stephanie, Stephanie said slot and mysterious. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie, anything you want to say? That's fine. Yes, <laughs> just serious. Anything you want to say? Just serious. Just serious. Um, thank you for having me. It was a blast. I had a good time. I love having you. I prefer being had. Uh, Ooh. Give me, uh, give me a dildo. Everybody say love. Everybody say. Everybody say love. love. We have rooms, everyone, in our hearts. Please be accepting. Well, not be her welcoming. heart. She's so skinny. Uh, oh. There's plenty of room in my belly for you, though. Oh. I can get in your belly. Yes, Honey, what? you can fit inside one of my tits. <laughs> <so skinny. laughs> and on that note. <laughs>
okay, okay, okay. We're gonna start drinking and enjoy the party. Yeah. Everybody enjoy your train ride to work. Everybody say bye. 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 Bye, Schwarzenfrau. Bye. Die, die, die. Oh. Oh. Meh.